Over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Oh, actually, good afternoon. I'm so used to coming here at 7 o'clock in the evening, but we are live here on KKW on the Marie Menu Cherry Show at noon. So we're live all month at noon because we're being preempted at 7 p.m. Um, for women's Huskies basketball. Is that correct, Eric? Is, am I right about who's preempting us? That's right, UW women's basketball. And how are they doing? Do we know? Uh, they're doing great as far as I know. Yay, because we're <laughs> continuing to be preempted, so they must be doing wonderful. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They haven't been thrown out of their regular season yet, so <laughs> right. it must be good. And so we're happy for them, of course, and wish Absolutely. them a successful season. And I hope that everyone's enjoying listening to the game this evening, 7 o'clock tonight. So today we're talking about the second chakra. The juicy chakra is what I call this vortex. It's located right below the belly button. It's bright orange in color when it's in its highest frequency. It governs emotionally your career, your resources, all your relationships, including intimate partnerships, your relationship if you have children, pets, friends, coworkers, bosses, everyone creativity, and of course, most importantly, joy, because it's really important to have joy in every area of your life. Anatomically, this chakra governs the reproductive organs, the kidneys, the adrenal glands, the lower back, the appendix, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. So that's a, it's a very interesting vortex. It's all about co-creation and creating what you want in your life, and that in order to do that, we need to be in joy when we're going to do it. So just a few announcements. Next week at noon, so again, we'll be live at noon next week as well, be able to be here in the, in the radio station with Eric, who is our engineer. And we're going to have Ansley McLeod. He lives in Vashon Island. He's um, from Seattle, so he's the local person here in Washington State. And he wrote a wonderful book called The Instruction. And it's about figuring out where you are in your soul's progress and, and who you are and what your perhaps talents may be and what would be the next pursuit for you in terms of gaining that knowledge for yourself. So he's going to be calling in from Vashon, and he'll be answering callers' questions. It's a phenomenal book, so if you have time to go out and get the book, it's called The Instruction. Um, it's, it's got a lot of information about all the different levels of soul development, so I think you'll really enjoy it. And Dr. Oz from The Oprah Show has written a beautiful testimonial about Ansley, and it's on his website. So I'm sure that you'll enjoy reading about him, and I'm excited that he's going to be on the show next week. And then I wanted to give another announcement for um, there's a free hypnotherapy and mind-body resource forum at Evergreen Hospital in Kirkland. So it will be, it's in honor of the fifth annual World Hypnosis Day. The National Guild of Hypnosis and Washington State Chapter and Evergreen Hospital Medical Center are holding the annual hypnotherapy and mind-body resource forum on Saturday, January 31st from 9.30 to 3.30 p.m. We will have, or, or I should say the program will have, eight local hypnotherapists there to answer questions and offer presentations on hypnosis and how it's used for weight loss, smoking cessation, alleviating stress, pain, fear, and insomnia. The, this event is free to the public. Isn't that cool? Free and open to the public. Pre-reg- Isn't that cool? Can't be free. I know. You just can't. Not for my money, anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and pre-registration is required, and the phone number is 425 899 3000. So uh, I think that'll be a wonderful thing to do. Or you can go online and go to evergreenhealthcare.com. And again, this is sponsored with the hypnosis people and the hospitals. So I'm sure it'll be a great event and that you'll learn a lot about it. 
So um, we're talking about the second chakra. And mm-hmm. I was reading um, an article that was from an evening news report um, on Yahoo, and it was talking about how some people who had been recently laid off in the last year from their jobs and how it had been a blessing in disguise because these individuals then actually had the courage to go out and do what they really wanted to do in their life. Like sleep in? <laughs> sleep in. <laughs> That's always a priority for me. Sleeping in <laughs> is, is one of my favorite things to do. I don't get to do it very often, but I do Sometimes like Sometimes I think about that as being like one of the bright sides of unemployment, if it were to ever happen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, these were individuals who were all interviewed who mm-hmm. found things that they really wanted to do in their life. One of them was a, a man who is a biologist and had worked for the last 23 years as soon as he got out of university for an institution, a science research company. And he always wanted to be a treasure hunter. In fact, on all of his vacations, that's actually what he did. And so now he's quit his biology research job, science job, and uh-huh. he is a professional treasure hunter. Wow. Isn't that cool? And yeah, he sells, that is cool. It is so cool. He sells his artifacts online, and he highly recommended people to jump off the cliff of, <laughs> I, I'm going to do what I'm doing so that I don't starve and right. don't live out in the middle of nowhere, right, or on the side of the road. And he's actually doing what he loves to do, and he's being paid, and he's happy. Another one was a woman who um, was working in a profession, in a marketing profession, and uh, she did get laid off, and she decided to pursue her dream of being a pastry chef. So she enrolled in school and had the opportunity to go back to school, and she's just thrilled and excited and happy. And that's what it's like when you get to live the profession that you were intended to do, mm-hmm. you know, follow your true life path and your true inspirations and aspirations. And it's, it feeds individuals so deeply and so profoundly. So that's one of the things we're talking today on the Marie Manucherry Show. And I know we have some colors on the line. We do have some callers on the line, but uh, before we get to those, I just want to quickly give out the phone number one time here. Uh, You can call us. Remember, we're live here on Thursday afternoon in the noon hour, and you can call us at 877-825-8828, 877-825-8828. That's toll-free in the world. And (laughs) if you're local here in the Seattle or Bellevue areas, give us a call at 425-373-5527. Right now, we've got Amy on the line. Great. Hi, Amy. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Great. What can I do for you today? Well, um, a friend suggested I call you. She she just loves you, and um, I uh, have headaches all the time. I get migraines once a month, and sometimes they spill over into like two or three weeks. Mm. Not solid, but up and down, back and forth. Mm. And I'm very frustrated. I can't figure out why this is happening. And I just, she thought maybe you could help me figure it out. Absolutely. It's part of my job. Um, So headaches to me, particularly migraines, consistent or chronic ones, but, you know, when you're having them repetitively on a regular basis, it's about blocking your intuition. So what that means to me is that you actually have a strong intuitive base inside of you that's probably well-developed. And I believe intuition grows with the expansion and growth of consciousness. That's what I believe what allows a person to be multisensory in the first place is awareness. And so I believe that everyone is meant to be intuitive as they allow themselves to be self-aware. So the headaches um, are happening because you're not listening to your intuition or you're not believing it or you're not trusting it or you think it's silly. Um, I'm actually going to tell you a funny story. I had a a client um, recently um, on my table and she was having a lot of physical symptoms and um, 
and we got down to something about one of her cats. And she just said to me, she goes, I go, you know, you, I think it's time to get rid of one of your cats. She goes, oh, my gosh, I've been wanting to for an entire year. <laughs> and then right on the table, one of her symptoms actually practically disappeared. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Some pain that she'd been having. And one of them was a headache. And, wow. and she had numerous ones that were going on. And really? yeah, really. And, and, and she felt so guilty about having to get rid of the cat. And I, and the cat wasn't happy and wasn't doing well and was symptomatic itself. And I said, well, you know, we do have paws in the area and that's what their resources for because they don't euthanize pets. You know, uh, that's uh, one of their agreements and why they're here in the area. Um, and so she was so happy and elated and jumped off the table and looked fantastic. And I bet that cat is now somewhere living happily on some grandmother's lap purring yeah. versus, um, give, you know, living with her. She's a very busy person and can't really be home. So, uh-huh. so think about what in your life has been really bugging you or frustrating you. Um, can, maybe there's more than one thing, but can you think of off the top of your head what could possibly be bugging you right now? Well, probably what, every, what everyone's worrying about is the whole money situation. Oh, so money's bugging you. Hmm. Yeah. All right. And and so, you know, obviously you're thinking that you want more, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And so have you, what I'm going to talk about can seem like, wow, what a weird concept. It's, it's certainly been written about, but can you enjoy the amount of money you currently create or receive into your life? Can you get excited about it, jump up and down, run around the house, scream and yell, you know, stuff like that? Yes, I could. Because that will free up the anxiety or the frustration that you have about the resources you're currently making so that you can create room for new resources to come in that that can make it very creative. So when I said that I believe that you have a strong sense of intuition, do you agree with me on that? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I do. Okay, so when intuition comes across for you... uh, what do you think is your normal response? Do you go, oh, wow, thank you? Or do you go, oh, pfft, I don't think so? Well, it depends on what it is. If it's not important, uh-huh. then I'm, it's really fun and exciting. If it's something that is important, I don't trust it. Oh, okay. So here, here's something um, to, to think about. All of it's important. All of it is important. And the things that you think are unimportant that make you feel free and relaxed, if you could just go ahead and, and do your best to have that same feeling, if, even if you're going to be making it up for a little while, practicing that feeling with the things that you have determined are important, because all of it's important. You, you just have an assessment or a judgment of what's important or what's not important. But all That's the in, intuitive aspects that you get are very important. Um, do you know any hands-on, do you know any modalities at all? Uh, like energy work modalities, have you studied anything? No, I haven't studied anything. Okay, so um, and that's okay. You don't have to. We're all natural healers. That's why people can lay hands on individuals. That's what we do with children too. Is we immediately put our hands on a, an owie, you know, and it starts oh, yeah. to the pain starts to go away. There is a hormonal connection to your headaches, so I would recommend like a week or two weeks before your cycle begins, your menses cycle. I would place your hands on top of your lower abdomen, you know, on top of each ovary, so you can start to to send some positive energy and some impulses to there and kind of nurture that place. And then go ahead and do the other things that I suggested, and I think you'll notice your headaches going away rather quickly. Wow, okay. Okay? Well, thank you. You're welcome, Amy. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. And now we're going to move on to Laura in Fresno. You know, I used to live in Fresno. Really? Went to, yeah, I went to elementary school down there uh, for a while, the raisin capital of the world. Oh, so. my gosh. It you... is. <laughs> I love Fresno, and I love Marie. I'm not going to take up your airtime gushing over you, but you know how much I love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I so appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the show so far away and for calling in.
Well, you bet. I couldn't resist it being the second chakra because, you know, I have endometriosis and just with all the things that are going on with me right now, since the second chakra is expressing the self and creativity, where does the ego tie into that? And when should I feel like, am I being fearful? Is this my ego talking? Or am I just being joyful and expressing myself and this is who I am? I think that's a phenomenal question. The ego is such a confusing, interesting, and very important aspect of our human development and education. Um, As you may know, um, I believe that ego and fear are synonymous with one another. So the way Webster's Dictionary describes ego, I think, is inaccurate. I think people should believe they're amazing and fabulous and talented and gorgeous and interesting and gifted. I think to have those feelings deep inside of oneself are normal and natural. And and when people act in a way where they need to show that that they are better than others, then they're in fear of not really obtaining those abilities, even if they perhaps already have them. So that's how I I look at ego. But when I look at your um, second chakra, and I can understand you're absolutely right, you've been triggered lately into fear because your second chakra is, it's really reactive right now. Does that make sense that you've been triggered in fear lately? Yeah, like I would never have thought that. It's kind of I've been on the cycle of not thinking it and then two weeks later or about thinking it again about Mm. something, anything, and then I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) In terms of that you're scared? (laughs) In terms that you're afraid, you mean? Um, Perhaps, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe when I read like Ansley's book, your guest next week, and Uh I saw um, that change was coming up and I saw, well, not change was coming up, but change was prevalent. Yes. In my soul plan. That's what I get. Right. And then I um, got humiliation with the addiction problem, Mm. but also humiliation all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then that started to make me kind of scared of my life plan because sometimes (laughs) I feel like it's exhausting being me. And I mean, I I love my life. Don't get me wrong. I do wake up happy every day. I really, really do. But at the same time, it just I've been so analytical lately. I just think, am I crazy? No, no, you're <laughs> not crazy. And, and when you get into that place of feeling shame and embarrassment, I would love it if you would just somehow energetically, maybe through a vision, just give yourself a big hug because that's what your being is asking for. It's saying, okay, I'm going to trigger you into feeling so bad about yourself so that you go back to ego, which is what we do when we want to feel unempowered. The ego wants us to feel unempowered so that we become more reliant on it as we used to be. But more and more as we evolve, you know, we don't need to procreate. We don't need to shoot our meat. You know, so many things have changed where we don't have to have ego in our consciousness in order to survive. And so if you can give yourself a big hug when you're in that shameful place, um, I think that, that, that it's going to go away. Those feelings are just going to float away from you. And change is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing. In fact, it's a, it's a complete, um, it's not an option when you're evolving. It's a requirement. And so to be able to have that in your chart is wonderful. And I would just embrace, again, the change and also the really uncomfortable, shameful feeling. And, and shame is something that is held pr- predominantly in the second chakra. So you're working in second chakra issues, and you're being triggered a lot right now. That's what I feel like. It's like old stuff is even coming up that you're thinking, wow, I thought that was resolved, and here it is again because you are having another opportunity to do some deeper healing. Yeah. Well, then, um, when do you, when is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> when is it okay to feel like, you know, you're just being crazy you and then you're like for instance the whole um my mind's going blank not the myspace the other thing you know what i'm thinking of the the computer the my friend 
Oh, I, I'm not sure, but but you're talking about an internet organization. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. like the little, uh-huh. uh-huh. And you, you do that thing, and, and you express yourself, and I don't mean to, like, fire off my ego or look <laughs> at me now, or, or you need to be like me, or I want to change you. But then if you don't express who you are, then how do you bring people? Maybe you could help someone just by being you. Right. And it's, Why not? But how do you know you're not boasting your ego? <laughs> well, one of the things that I think you're going to be moving into as you release this shame and this embarrassment and, and, and stop perhaps overanalyzing or being hard on yourself, you're going to move into a place of observation. Because m- we're all defended. We, many of us have many layers of defense. And when you can be in observation of yourself, then you know what you're doing or what you're not doing. It allows you to make more choices in one direction perhaps a, a, or another. And at the same time, Excuse me. At the very same time, you're going to move into a place of acceptance of who you are, regardless of what you change or what you choose. So you're just going to move into a place of observation, which is um, a really healing space because it's like you get this landscape of awareness of what's going on and how you're reacting. And it almost becomes comical sometimes. You're like, wow, I'm going to do that one more time, huh? Okay, I'm going to do that one more time. Okay, yeah, that does feel a little uncomfortable. Okay, maybe I won't do it next time. I don't know. So that's what you're moving into is releasing enough shame and embarrassment so you can observe your behavior and not be so judgmental of it. Be more accepting, again, loving and nurturing of who you are. Well, I'll do my best. (laughs) I know you will. (laughs) Thank thank you so much for taking my call. Have a wonderful day. day. You too. too. Thank you. And so now we're going to go on to Kathy, a little closer to home here. She's calling from Everett today. Hi, Kathy. Oh, hi there, Marie. Um, we saw you Friday night, and I was so pleased to talk to you again today. Oh, so you were at the East West Bookshop. Yes, I was, and we had so much fun. You were just amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. That that was such a fun evening. I had a great time. That it, was so much yeah. fun. So we're, we'll be coming to your class when... Um, when you have it. I think Wonderful. it's February 7th. Yeah. yeah, it's February 7th. Change your beliefs, change your life. Thank you so much for coming. That was just, that introduction class was like, wow. Everyone oh. was fabulous. It right. Was I'm looking really forward to it. Thank okay. You. Well, anyway, mine was kind of, my question is different, but the late, the last um, gal, my, I was feeling so much that last night, too. And, wow. and so for her, an affirmation out of Louise um, Hayes' book is, my concept of God supports me. And uh. then it goes on, but that's good. And, um, but that's all about shame, too. So Thank you. If, I, if she wants to say that, that helped a lot for me today. Could, could you say that one more time? Sure. Actually, um, it's um, my concept of God supports me. I am normal and natural. I rejoice in my own sexuality and in my own body. I am wonderful. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Yes. (laughs) So my question was um, actually is about my little grandson. Mm -hmm. He's eight months old, Mm -hmm. and uh, his his brother um, is uh, three and a half years old, and he's very calm and just a beautiful little... um, boy, and the, this this one is just, um, he... He's a I, pistol. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid he's going to, once he starts walking, we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he just is full of, I don't know, his body never stops really moving. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was just wondering what that was about. Well, it's, a, it's about having a full spectrum of life experiences. I don't think one... I have three children, and none of them are similar. They're very, very different. And and so what you're creating, you know, what your family is creating, your child, your daughter, because this is your daughter's children, is that correct? Daughter-in-law, yeah. Your daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. 
So it's your daughter, your son's children. Right. And, right. and so they're creating their own stew, their own recipe of what family means. And so you have one child that's like a Buddha that's calm and, you know, says enlightening things that make the whole family gasp. And, oh, my gosh, did you just hear what he said? <laughs> and, and now you're going to have a child that's going to stir the soup and maybe come home on a Harley, you know, before he's 16. <laughs> so, <laughs> that should be interesting. Grandma <laughs> like that. <laughs> so... You know, kind of back to the same thing that we're talking about, uh, you know, learning to accept the way things are. I, I do think this child has also sensitivities to potentially sugar, food colorings, you know, so keeping things as natural and as simple as possible in his diet, I think will be beneficial for him. Right. That's you know, what I'm thinking. Yeah. And avoid some of the common allergies like dairy or wheat. If, if you notice that the sugar, the reduction of sugar and the reduction of food coloring isn't enough in terms of helping his central nervous system stay a little bit calmer. But, you know, he's the one who's stirring the soup. He's the one who's going to be, like, pushing the the barrel. Because when I look at the family, everyone's pretty calm and cohesive between one another. And sometimes the soup needs to be stirred so that people can learn. Oh, know? boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, so you don't see anything just, um, you know, I'm just wondering about his digestive system. I think that um, I, I wish she was a little more, or both of them actually, was a little more... Um, uh, natural, and I think they're coming around. But um, he, the baby's on formula, and mm. although she has, is she's been breastfeeding, but um, yeah. I just think formula is awful. I don't know. Right, and and you know, people get to make their own decisions on how they're going to feed themselves and their family. Right, I, I agree with you that there is a digestive you know, aspect to it. That's why I'm recommending, you know, no sugar or very little sugar and no okay. food coloring, you know, because those are the things that t- tend to trigger kids the most, especially children already have a sensitive parasympathetic response where they tend to be more sensitive. Would a, like a vitamin nutrient or some nutrient that if I could get them to, you know, is, is there something? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I would certainly consider taking them to a pediatric, you know, um, naturopathic person to evaluate that and to consider doing that. But your daughter-in-law isn't ready for that right now. Right. You know, so it, it may have to be later if things don't change, which I think that if, if we can keep the sugar down and the food coloring down, I think you're going to be a happy camper with what's happening. Um, but when she comes to you, if she does, then you can make those recommendations because she's she thinks everything's fine and that's good. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, I'm very proud of her. Yeah. She's, she's done wonderful, she's and a, we have a good relationship, so I think that helps a lot. It, it does help, you know, yeah. and, and you are a good mother, and she's a good mother, so of course these children are going to be wonderful as okay. they already are. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. All right, thank you so much, and see you soon. Okay, yeah, thank okay. you. All, All right. right, All right. bye-bye. Now we're going to go on to Issaquah to talk to Jennifer right now. Hi, Jennifer, how are you? Hi, Marie, very happy to be talking with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. What can I do for you today? Well, I had an abnormal pap Mm -hmm. in November, Mm -hmm. and I've been doing, um, I worked with like a um, muscle tester, naturopath person. Great. So I'm doing what what I'm being asked of, and I want your take if I'm on the right track to clearing this up. You are on the right track. Okay. I'm glad that you went ahead and got some extra help. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm assuming they're going to repap you again. Yep. yep. We just repapped. We haven't got the results back. Okay. All right. That's good. And here's what I'm going to um, suggest because yep. I'm reading your energy. And, you know, we all have areas of our life that tend to be the, the most sensitive for us. Yeah. And for you, it's your health. Uh-huh. And other than this abnormal pap, in my mind, you look really healthy to me, yes. right? You know, and, and it's like something you pride yourself on and you work hard at. And so this was kind of a little bit of a blow. Is that true? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it is not that uncommon for women to have abnormal paps from time to time, whether right. they lead to something or not. Right. right. And so thankfully, we have great diagnostic yep, tools exactly. f- f- for the cervix that can help us prevent any in advancing in disease. So it's, that's, that's right. a wonderful thing. And so I'm going to ask you to do, and I think I've asked this of several people today already, could you just embrace that abnormal pap smear? Oh, because you're freaked out about it. and, and I it, hadn't even thought of embracing yeah, it. Yeah, just like, woohoo, okay. So I had some cells that were slightly Unhappy. differential. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, and because you're doing all the right things and you're going back to the doctor for the pap and yep. all of that stuff. So, and, and it, oh. it was it was not like, oh, wow, you've got this going. It's like, mm, this looks a little odd. Let's yeah. do some stuff and let's go back and check. Oh. And so if you could just embrace, embrace it. it because, it's lovable, of course. Yeah, and then the cells will start to change back to a healthier okay. patterning. Do you, do you know what Certainly. I mean? Yes, I can put some love towards me. Yes, <laughs> and that cervix of yours, it's working so hard to keep you healthy. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and so just know that for you, when I look at your overall aura, a, a lot to do with physical health or worries about health, that's what triggers you. And so when, when you get triggered is when you need to do more of that diving in and self-love and self-appreciation. Okay. And, and, and I think your pap's going to ultimately be fine. So. I do too. I just want, I wanted outside help, yours sure. included, of course. Um, which feels way fabulous. And Marie, can, yeah. we, can I please ask about my sister in Idaho, Lisa? Sure. Is she sick? She has geographical tongue. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, she's, her thing is she's a seamstress. Uh-huh. So for 20 years, she's been handling and ironing fabrics. Right. So I don't know if it's an allergy to the fabrics, uh-huh. but... She is on a, a really zero sugar, no yeah. acidic food, no yeah. potatoes, you know, no right. nightshades, tomatoes. She's still real sensitive. Uh-huh. So does her geographical tongue bother her then? Yes. Huh. Uh, how severely, like on a scale of one to ten, it hurts all the yeah, time? Yeah, it was or? not all the time, but she was at the point where it was hurting all the time uh-huh. when she finally said something to me. Uh-huh. So I said, B vitamins, this right. is your, just in, and I'm happy to say it was my own intuition that said, get on B vitamins. Good. Your liver is taxed. Get away from nightshades, right? Because they can cause inflammation. Was my take on it, right? And so here, and this is your sister, right? Sister Lisa, yeah. Right. And so here we go back to again, and this is a family member scared to death of, of health issues. I have okay. a geographical tongue, and it's no big deal. So. Yeah, and I had a bout with it in '89, and it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, but- and, and all it means is that the cells are not moving into the same succinct movement on the tongue. So okay. some cells are rejuvenating at a different time than others. Okay. So instead of like on the tongue, all the cells aren't dying off at the same time. They're, and that's what creates the patch, if you will, okay. that appears oh, yes. on the tongue. Yes. Yes. And, and it's, it's okay. You know, she's taking the nutrients. But notice that this is a family thing. You guys freak out. Yeah, and so if if you guys could work on, like, let's embrace that geographical tongue. That's kind of okay. cool that one patch looks white and okay. a little patch looks more pink because okay. it's not all in uniform changing its cellular, cellular pathway. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, and, and I love the fact that you guys pay attention to your health and you make good decisions like you seeing a natural path and your yes. sister taking supplements to boost her immune system, right? Yes. Because, you know, when we have cellular movement like that, there is an aspect of, What's going on with the immune system? Can we somehow pump it up or what can we, right? Exactly. But but these are all, you know, really like nothing to worry about. Like, Wait, cool. yeah, get happy, get excited, okay. appreciate everything that you think is worrisome, appreciate it. And then it will turn into lovely cells. Okay. Okay. Embrace it. Love it. That's 
fabulous. And I didn't think of it. I think of lots of things, but I didn't think of that for either of us. I think that's, you know, whenever we have an area that we get triggered, that's the last thing we think of, myself included. I have to have a friend remind me, oh, well, could you love that? I'm like, oh. To embrace oh, yeah. it. Right. You know what? When, when I get a cold, uh-huh. I, lo- I, I actually indeed love that cold and care for it so it wants to move on. Wonderful. You know, if you hug a kid a whole bunch, they don't want to be hugged anymore. And I'm, <laughs> I do that with a cold, but I didn't think of doing that with my cervix. <laughs> <laughs> well, your cervix is very lucky. It's going to get a lot of hugs. So. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to have a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And I just want to let, let you know, to know that we have a paramedic firefighter answering the phone, Rick, today. So say hi to Rick when you call up. And we will be right back with the Marie Manu Cherry Show. The Marie Manu Cherry Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Marie's first Wednesday evening class for the year will be held on January 21st from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Resident Inn Marriott on Lake Union in Seattle. Join us for an evening with Marie Manucherry and friends. How to remain positive when everything isn't. Most of us understand that remaining positive is a large part of how we create what we want in our life versus thinking negative thoughts, which then lead to creating what we don't want. How does an individual remain somewhat positive when those around us are not? Come to this class and find out how. You can register for this class by going to Marie's website, energyintuitive.com, or by calling 425-825-5671. Living Music Radio, high vibe music and talk. Treat yourself to Living Music Radio with Janet, Narion, and special guests. Living Music Radio, high vibe music and talk. It's all about the magic of music and sound. Mm. With all that's going on these days, there's a real need for positive, uplifting music and radio. Living Music Radio. Living Music Radio. For showtimes, go to livingmusicradio.com. Marie is excited to announce that beginning in February, she'll be teaching her Wednesday evening classes from a new location, the Marriott Redmond Town Center. This hotel is conveniently located in the Redmond Town Center just off 520 in Redmond. The hotel offers plenty of free parking, spacious new meeting rooms, and since it's located in the town center, it's surrounded by a variety of great restaurant choices. The perfect location to meet up with friends before heading to one of Marie's classes. Visit energyintuitive.com for a complete list of classes and directions to the new hotel. Feed your mind and your body and spirit will follow. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I'm Marie, live in Seattle. 
And we're talking about energy medicine, the second chakra today. I just have another announcement that on um, Saturday, February 7th, I will be teaching an all-day Saturday workshop called Change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life. And this will be at the Residence in East Redmond Marriott. So we're, we're on a Marriott cycle this year for teaching classes, and we have them in a few locations. So when you're registering for a class, you might want to just double-check. I'll make announcements on the radio, of course, and we'll, those who sign up will remind them of where that location is. But it's in Redmond Town Center, so close to restaurants and shopping and all kinds of good fun. Um, change Your Beliefs, Change Your Life is a phenomenal class. It's one of my favorites where it's provocative because we get to go into deep belief systems and then bring those to the surface and then learn um, how to create new ones. So that's what we're going to be doing on February 7th. And also, um, as you know, I've already spoken that Ansley will be on the show next um, next Thursday at noon. And then the following month, because I have a guest once a month, we'll have Catherine Alice. She is the author of Love Will Find You, one of my favorite people. She'll be in the States. Um, she's been traveling all over the world promoting her book. Um, but she will be here just before Valentine's Day to talk about her book, Love Will Find You, and she's really fun, great, loves to answer people's questions. You'll really enjoy her. So who do we have on the phone? Well, before we get back to oh, the, the phones, I just okay. want to quickly give out the uh, the toll-free number Thank once again. You. So people can call us from anywhere in the world. And remember, we're live here on Thursday afternoon on the on the 15th. And uh, I'm just putting out that disclaimer because we actually encore the show a few times during the week. So if you're hearing this and it's not Thursday afternoon, well, chances are we aren't live. Thank <laughs> so you so just much. Just want to say that. So, Thank you. But we are live right now, so if you want to give us a call at 877-825-8828, we'd love to hear from you. That's 877-825-8828 or locally 425-373-5527. And now we're going to talk to Angelic in Kent. Hi, how are you today? Hello. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Good. What can I do for you today? Um, I just had a weird question. Um, I've just I have um, some little medical things, and I'm just wondering if it's my personal life that might be making me feel the way I'm feeling, or in the you know stuff, or if it's just my physical. You know what I'm saying? Like as if I need to change something in my life or if it's, <laughs> I need to take a supplement. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I think that anything that causes stress can affect our health. You know, it can be environmental causes. It can be certainly um, thoughts, feelings, belief, experiences that we're having. So to answer your question, yes, I think that situations in our life can lead to discomfort. And that's what, the body is always trying to talk to us. So whatever the small, you know, um, worrisome things that are happening in your body right now, I would talk to them and say, what are you trying to tell me? Or what's this about? And uh, if you can do it in a quiet space where you've had some downtime for yourself, which it looks like to me, you do know how to meditate or move inward. Right. Um, congratulations. <laughs> Really, because, you know, that's a skill set in itself. Um, then you're going to get the resolution of what it is that uh, that you're experiencing. It, it will talk to you and share information to you. I, I never hear anything. <laughs> well, well, what do you feel about it when you're asking a question? Is there something you feel? Um, I, 
Uh, I guess I just feel what I don't want to hear. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's the only bad thing about, you know, wanting to have self-awareness. There's a lot of things that we don't want to hear or understand about ourselves. All of us feel that way, Mm -hmm. you know, because change is something that we do our very best to avoid. That's why we spend so much time defending ourselves and maintaining our defense mechanisms because we don't want to change. Because change is the unknown and then we're scared to heck. But the funny thing is then human beings complain endlessly about the way their life circumstances are, but then they're not willing to change, even when their wisdom is instructing them that would be in their highest good. And and again, like how I was speaking earlier at the top of the show about this article that I was reading off the web, how these people had thought something so terrible, like losing their job, being laid off, actually led them into a lot of bliss and happiness and self-satisfaction. So change is good. It doesn't always feel comfortable, but it is what's necessary for, for all of us in some capacity. Um. So do you feel my energy? Yeah, of course. I can, I can see your energy and I can feel your energy. In fact, right now, when I'm looking at your sixth chakra, it's the third eye, you're actually leaking energy from the back of your head because there's something that's really bothering you and you just don't want it to be there. You know, it's just really bugging you. You don't actually see what it could be, so I could justify what I'm thinking. Yeah, it's about relationships. Uh-huh. So, okay. And, and, so, and what I would recommend is that you know you have an open, honest conversation with the people that you're, the the people that you are concerned about. Have mm-hmm. an open, honest conversation because that could clear away half of the debris and worry. And now you're actually taking energy into the back of your third eye. So right above the occipital ridge, I'm seeing energy moving into your head, which is excellent <laughs> because that's a relief. I mean. For, I think right. holding things to ourselves and not really expressing what we're feeling leads to a lot of misunderstanding right. you know, f- between a lot of people. And all of us have wounds. We have trigger points. You know, Relating is challenging for most of us, for many of us. I mean, some people are just really incredibly blessed that that isn't their issue. But for a lot of human beings on the planet, clearly it's an issue because we have a 50% divorce rate. So <laughs> re- relating is challenging. So, yeah, you're taking energy in. Have a conversation because you're not going to know the whole story until you do. Right. And then you can make some decisions based on some of the conversations. Right? Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. And and so, I don't know if you can feel it right now, but your whole body is just filling up with light. Maybe your posture is actually straightened out, but you're feeling energized. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so that's a sign that having the conversation would be a great idea because you're being fed right now by osmosis. It's just moving into your body because you're open now. You're more, you're not in fear as much. At all. Yeah. Right. At all. (laughs) Good job. All right. Now the fear is doing the conversation. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But, you know, knowledge is is freedom. and And we can't do anything until we have the knowledge and the assessment and the awareness to do whatever it is that we need to do. And, again, not having the conversation leads to many, many times not a clear reality of what's really going on. I mean, sometimes the conversation is just more of a validation, like, wow, I was totally right. That person doesn't really get me or we don't get each other. Mm -hmm. But for many individuals, there's almost like this, okay, we just have perhaps a a slight misunderstanding. Even if we do think differently, we do really care about each other. And are we willing to work together to make it comfortable for both of us? Okay. Yeah, Yeah. right. So have a wonderful conversation. Okay, well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a lovely day. Thank you, you too. Bye-bye. Now we're on to Daniel in Renton. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Marie. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. Oh, you're so welcome. What can I do for you? Yeah, um, I I was, let me me start with this. Um, 
I've always been like in my life uh, very insecure of myself, uh-huh. like uh, thinking I'm I, never good enough for anything. Sure. And I'm trying to, you know, a long time already change this and release all this stuff. But I, in, 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 because of that, I don't know what, what, what is my purpose in life. I don't right. know what to do. I'm kind of lost right now. I'm, I'm trying to work my spirituality. But right, right, right. So I, I was wondering if you can guide me something. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just commend your courage to come on the air and to say how you feel. You know, I, I think that's important because not very many people even will admit to the fact that they feel insecure or unconfident. And and that is a big part of self-discovery of who we are is learning to feel confident and be happy with who we are, even exactly how, how we are at the moment. You know, so with with your life not necessarily being in alignment with your life purpose at this moment, can you be happy with that? Can you learn to be content? Can you celebrate the fact that you're a human being alive, living in a wonderful part of the world? You can go for a walk around Green Lake if you want to. You can eat delicious um, desserts. Uh, you can get on the web, you can ride a bike, you know, if you can spend some time that, you know, celebrating what's going on in your life currently, I think that's going to add to the confidence. And then I think you're going to actually move into more self-esteem. And I have a sneaky suspicion that whatever you do in terms of your life purpose, because I can't clearly see the purpose because there's so much lack in your energy system so that it can have a clearer view of, of how to move you other than I know what you need to do to get to that place so you can have a better self-awareness and so can other people like myself I do know it'll be helping other people because you're one of those individuals that if you can stop thinking about yourself and all of the negativity that you've determined is a part of your life then you're going to be a whole lot happier and so it'll be just easier for you to think about other people's lives do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and so the first thing that I would recommend that you do is get excited and happy and grateful for the way your life is right now. And that will open up t- the door to the awarenesses of passion and what stimulates you in a happy way. You'll be able to recognize where the steps are towards your life purpose once you celebrate where you are right now. Enlightenment, the essence of enlightenment to me is really about being content and happy in the form that you are at the moment and in the life situation that you have in the moment. A lot of people think that enlightenment is some nirvana that we're going to have in like 400,000 lifetimes. Well, I think that if there is a nirvana, we're going to get there if we can be happy with who we are right now and whatever situations we have at this moment. And that's something you don't do. In fact, that's a chronic pattern of yours in my mind to stay in the in the sorrow and the um, the distress of, wow, things aren't good for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so you'll need I'm to... Trying. I know, and I'm, I'm so grateful. And again, I compliment you for your courage to call today and, and bring it up because that's hard to do. And and so if you're going to have to maybe fake it till you make it a little bit, like dance around the house, get excited, light candles. It, it'll be a little bit of a... It'll feel a little challenging because you're going to want to go back to your old pattern because patterns are so familiar. You know, when we're working on life issues, they're not just from this lifetime. They're from previous lifetimes. So they have a really strong hold on us. And a lot of times we're not patient enough to allow ourselves to move into the healing aspect long enough to let the old pattern get so thin and worn out that it isn't something that we easily choose. And so spending as much time as you can celebrating yourself and the way your life is right now, the positive aspects that you truly can celebrate is what's going to lead you to the awareness of your life purpose. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. You're yeah. welcome, and best of luck to you. Yeah, thank you. Good luck to you, too. Thank you so much for your help. You're welcome, and keep us posted. We want to hear about your success. <laughs> okay. I will, I will get there. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, now we're going to talk to Shoshana calling from Seattle. Hi, Shoshana. What can I do for you today? Hi, Marie. Um, I had kind of a couple questions, a little bit sure. similar, actually, to the last caller. I've been doing a lot of personal work and a lot of stuff, and I'm just, um, I've been unemployed for four months, uh-huh. which is a little different for me. So I'm just kind of wondering if I'm just on the right track and I just need to be more patient, or maybe if there's something I'm overlooking. I took a, a belief class that you had. Oh, right. My books are, Thank so, you for coming. That was such a fun class. Yes, it was fun. <laughs> so I'm wondering, like, if it's a belief thing that's kind of keeping back, or mm-hmm. I, mean, I have been in gratitude for the time that I've had, mm-hmm. but I'm also a little bit concerned. Sure, right. About an income. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so when you think about going to work, is there, do you want to go back into the profession that you were employed in, or do you have a dream or a desire to do something different? Well, I have some, um, I have a, well, I had one employment field for eight months, for about eight years. Mm-hmm. And then since then, I, I think it's been a year and a half, almost two years, that I've had kind of temp- two, a couple temporary work. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't really want to go back into social work. Okay. And I, the temporary jobs are great. They were drastically different from each other. Great. I don't really have any set. I'm just, it's more, um, I don't really have a set field that I want. I just want right. to be with right. like-minded people, be happy, you know. Have Excellent. Fun. Yeah. Excellent. I don't feel like it has to be at a particular kind of office or coffee shop or anything specific. Well, I love what you said, how you want to be surrounded by like-minded people and you want to be happy. And what I have written, because I do a little bit of doodling when I'm talking to people <laughs> on, uh-huh. the, on the radio yeah, or when I do distance session, and I wrote the word dream um, in the center of a piece of paper, and I've circled it like a gazillion times. And, and dream? so Dream, because you don't let yourself dream. You know what I mean? You don't let yourself think out of the box of it's like when I look in your energy system and your brain and and you are lovely and you're kind and you're compassionate and all of those things. Probably one of the reasons why you chose social work, because that's what social work is all about, holding people and and helping them move from one stage of their life to the next. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's because of your uh, linear aspects of your brain, you don't let yourself dream. You're very pragmatic in your thinking. Well, like I can do this because I have this amount of education or I I can do this because I know how to do this. But dreaming isn't about looking at your current skills or talents. It's about, wow, if I could do anything in the world, anything, if I had enough money, if I had uh-huh. enough education, um, if I had the time, what would I want to do? Mm-hmm. Mm. And so dreaming and, you know, fantasizing and getting excited. In, like if I wasn't an energy worker, one of the things that I would love to do, and math wasn't one of my uh, high points in school, so I'd have to work on that if I ever quit doing energy medicine, I would love to be a marine biologist. I'd love to be somewhere out in the middle of an ocean or along a shoreline somewhere and looking at little microbes all day long and staining Petri dishes. I loved biology and science. Mm-hmm. And so if indeed, you know, I were to leave this job, I would dream heavily about it and think positively about taking math classes so that I would be able to absorb the information and pass the exams. And, and so when I'm looking at you, you're not dreaming. You're looking for the practical answer and a life purpose and the destination of our souls is not practical. It's a okay. feeling and a sense of joy. It, it's not going to be something that you linearly 
arrive at. You may create some linear steps once you have some self-awareness of it in terms of how you're going to get to that spot. Um, but it's it's not like that because you're going to be dancing with the cosmos, with the unseen. You're going to be dancing dancing with creation. And creation isn't just about arithmetic. It's about wonderment and magic and surprise. So it's time to dream. Okay. Okay? Well, that actually does sound like a big task, though. It is for you. It's a big test for you. For some people, they dream and don't put any practicality into the aspects or don't take any adventure because you have a strong practical mind. If you dream, uh, I think you're going to be more than pleasantly surprised. But yes, you need to allow yourself to be in an open space of expansion so that creation can download information about who you are because most people have no idea of what their talents are or their abilities. And so, yes, you get to dream. You get to be like a child and fantasize and play and imagine who you are. Okay. Okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you you for calling in. All right. Bye-bye, Marie. Bye-bye. So today we're talking about the second chakra, and I'm just going to go over some more key points about this vortex um, since we have a little bit of time. So remember, it's just below the belly button, and it governs the reproductive organs, the kidneys, the adrenal glands, the lower back, the appendix, um, and the bladder. And so typically, generally, when women have stagnant energy in this part of their body, it's generally repressed anger. And when men have gen- uh, generally have um, energy that's stagnant in this part of their body, so stagnant energy to me is energy that's not moving. It's really emotions unfelt. So women typically put anger in their pelvis, and that's what can cause things like endometriosis or problems with the cervix or um, problems with the kidneys or the bladder or any of those anatomical locations that I just spoke about. Men typically put guilt in this part of their body. And unfortunately, the guilt tends to move into the prostate gland. So there's a couple exercises that I recommend that people do. And, you know, perhaps you are equally balanced in your male and female energies, and maybe you feel you have a little bit of both, you know, because we're not, not everyone's exactly the same. So these are general comments, although a lot of time I've placed my hands on women and there's just so much anger in their pelvis, I just can't wait till they go home and throw a temper tantrum. So that's literally what I recommend is that people... You know, if you feel you have anger in your pelvic cavity, you don't have to wait till someone makes you mad enough to yell at them. You can go in a room, lay down, kick and scream and yell at the top of your lungs like you're two, which, you know, young children do know how to repress their anger or express their anger. And we should learn from them. For men, what I recommend, and of course, if you're a woman and you feel like you have a lot of masculine energy and you carry guilt in that part of your body, this exercise would apply for you as well. Um, For men, I ask that they lay their hand on their lower abdomen. They lay down, kind of move into a meditative state, place the dominant hand on their lower abdomen, and repeat a mantra. So if you have a pen nearby, you might want to write this down. And the mantra is, I have always done the very best I could in every situation of my life with what I knew at the time. And this mantra needs to be repeated either out loud or silently for a period of 10 minutes. And I recommend that this exercise, the mantra exercise, be repeated every single day. Um, so that this guilt can move out of the body. And then for, you know, if you're a woman who has repressed anger or a man and you're going to go get a punching bag and beat the heck out of it, maybe two to three times a week to really let that stagnant energy out of your body. Yeah. So those are the exercises I'm recommending for the second chakra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you think, Eric? You think you need to do any of those? 
<laughs> I'm not even sure if he heard them all. He was very busy <laughs> in the other studio. I had to do an, uh, an update for the oh. top of the hour. But, uh, yeah, I just caught the uh, thing about the punching bag, and that always sounded like a, a good idea. That sounded me. good? Yeah. Okay. Work out your aggression or whatever. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so do you have a punching bag at home? I don't. Mm. You know, um, uh, I use music uh, usually to have any kind of expression that I want to do, and so... Uh, I, I take it out on my poor guitar. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. It does. You just I, like really hammer on the strings, right? right? I, I don't go the Kurt Cobain route and just destroy, <laughs> <laughs> destroy the guitar. But, uh, you know, you can make some angry music if you're angry. Or that you can is make some true. Beautiful music if you're if you're not. So it's it's all good, I think. So. It is all good. Well, and the, the second chakra is so profound in, in all of these topics that we we're talking about, you know, relationships, career, life purposes, health because it's all about passion and and it's normal for people to be healthy, loved, joyful, successful in their life and wealthy. All of those things are normal. And so if we can let the stagnant energy out of our second chakra and learn to be comfortable with whatever we're feeling, many people are embarrassed by anger. You know, they're ashamed of feeling angry. It feels like, wow, I'm not a strong enough person because I can't keep the lid on, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and of course I think it's better if we can go in a private place or, you know, bang on the guitar a little bit <laughs> rather than having to do it in a public forum you know, yeah, yeah. and then feel guilty for the next three days. Well, so. If you're lucky, you can take that uh, that <laughs> that private anger that you p- use on your guitar and take it into a public arena and make some money off of it. But, oh, there, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But still, that's healthy channeling. Right. It, it's a whole lot healthier. You that's know. right. But keeping it in the body is the least healthiest thing we can do. And what stagnant energy is, again, it's just emotions unfelt. And so we want to be aware of what we're feeling. Check in. Wow, am I mad? Oh, my gosh, I'm so mad. And then maybe go in a room and kick and scream and yell. Um, And and so that's what I'm recommending to do. And here's a fascinating aspect with the second chakra. It has a strong correlation to the sixth chakra, which is about your insight and your intuition. Because to use your insight is also a very passionate experience. It's also incredibly creative. Mm -hmm. And so when you free up the second chakra and the stagnant energy there, you allow yourself to move into more psychic abilities or paranormal or wisdom, if you will. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about today on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I've had a wonderful hour. It's been so much fun here. Absolutely. And coming in at noon. Yeah, it's a nice change of pace. It is a nice change of pace. I'm enjoying it. Normally, I'm just sitting here listening to the show, enjoying <laughs> it. So it's so nice to be able to participate. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, Eric. I enjoy having you, helping all of our callers, you know, getting them onto the phone lines and all of that great stuff on the air. And next Wednesday, it's we already had a commercial about this, but I will be at the Lake Union Residence in Marriott teaching a class. And I'm just looking at my notes. Um, <laughs> it's a two-hour class between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. It's called An Evening with Marie Manucherry and Friends. And it's about how to remain positive when everything isn't. I do readings in every class that I teach. So I look forward to you coming to that class. It's $35 and there's free parking. You just come into the hotel and let them know that you're there and they'll give you a parking pass. So I wish everyone a wonderful and amazing day, a fantastic weekend. And I will be back next Thursday at noon. Joyful blessings. Thank you.